2: First time in a long time, but back like I, I never left.
3: left. Taking these stay as it comes, you know me. I, I don't read ahead. Watch we burn, burn down everything. BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you could never really know what's up next. Hello, 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 hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for up next. Postwrestling.com, Apple Podcast, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You found us here, and you're listening to us. But of course, we're also live live pal twitch.tv slash up next podcast yes we watch NXT every Wednesday night and then we talk about it here on the show you know why you already you know you know why because we're your NXT friends friends Friends. yes and we'll always be your friends whether it's Wednesday Mm nights Tuesday nights oh yeah sorry (laughs) impact it doesn't matter doesn't matter we'll We'll always be always be there for you repping that black and gold i just have to tell my boss at my shoot job that maybe yeah, i need tuesday they'll off understand now. it's yeah. wrestling everyone yeah. understands when it's wrestling wrestling always comes <laughs> first right of that's course. how it works in wrestling fans world Guess welcome to up next um well we are on the road to wrestlemania we're getting there, yeah. We are. We are <laughs> because uh, tonight it kind of seems like we're we're all of a sudden just pushing towards a, a super card next Wednesday night. Mm. Uh, yes, there's rumors about of NXT moving to Tuesday nights. Um, I know instantly a lot of a- AEW fans are like, "Oh, they're they're waving the white flag. They're leaving. They're going to a different night." I don't necessarily see it like that. I mean, it is, but it's the right move to do. Yeah, it's.
2: Um, they could just dig their heels in and be like, well, we were here first, but it's, it's
3: better for business, right? To move nights. It's like when we always go live after NXT on Wednesdays. Mm. We've been doing that for so long, and then it's like John and Wade just decided, you know what? We'll go live we'll after live like, Fuck! We'll have to move to Tuesdays then. We're gonna have to go yeah. to Tuesdays. That's why they did it. Yeah, <laughs> they knew they were helping us out. So no matter what, uh, no matter what night of the week, we'll still figure it out, and we'll still continue the AEW shows yes. as well. Lots of news regarding that one coming out uh, with the Go Home Show to Revolution mm. this week, which we'll be doing a watch along and post. On the Twitch for oh, AEW yeah. Revolution uh, because we can't wait to see exploding barbed wire death match. Oh yes, very excited. We just recorded a show today with Damian Abraham mm. from uh, Turned Out a Punk, the wrestlers, and fucked up with a special best death match ever. And we're we like you guys, so we're putting it out for free. The Patreons, it's already in your inbox, early release, but Friday. This show will be out uh, probably early Friday in the morning, maybe even Thursday night if you're, you know, if I'm feeling nice. <laughs> might even do that. Uh, so listen for that. Damien has pan-picked five plus matches and some other stuff, death matches in the world of pro wrestling, including Exploding Barbed Wires and, we're gonna, and, and all that stuff. We're going to talk about it. And, uh, pick which is the best. And I'm talking Onita, Funk, all the crazy stuff. Moxley with, there's some crazy, this is some of the most crazy wrestling I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And if you want to check out some of this prior to
2: our podcast, we're actually, we've been invited onto Stephanie Chase's YouTube channel tomorrow night to do a watch along of Onita versus Funk in the exploding barbed wire deathmatch time bomb. Match. Yeah,
3: yeah, um, which is, so, which is a
2: match we talk about. Yeah, Damien. yeah. The match is up there for free on YouTube. Um, so come join us. It's going to be 6 p.m. Eastern time. Just search Stephanie Chase Wrestling on YouTube, uh, and you'll find her. It's going to be a live watch long. Uh, a lot of you are very familiar with the watch longs we do on Twitch. So mm-hmm. yeah, come hang out. And by the time the show's finished,
3: maybe. Uh, the show will be uploaded. So you can yeah. go
2: and then listen to our thoughts after.
3: Yeah, so all the exploding barbed wire death matches is all we've been watching this week. Oh, I, feel, yeah. I feel like a like A lot of blood.
2: A lot of blood we've Dang, been watching in the yeah, last week.
3: Yeah, whether it's like... Look, th- these matches we talk about, I recommend going and watching them for what-the-fuck moments, essentially... Mm. Uh, and we review them, we go through and pick which was the craziest and stuff, and some of these matches are nuts. Kenny and Mox have, uh, quite, uh, shoes to fill Sunday. I think they're gonna do some crazy shit, but more on that, I think, on yes, tomorrow's we'll show. We'll be talking all about AEW tomorrow. Yeah, uh, if you listen to us every week talk about NXT, um, we do, uh, AEW BD Elite free on this feed as well, so go check that out as well, uh, which we'll probably start doing after AEW, goes off the air as well during probably this change up. If this move happens, down absolutely. The line. Yeah, but Wednesday for, nights. Yeah, for now, Thursdays at 1 p.m. on yes. the Twitch as well. Uh, but so many podcasts, but I, I'm, I can't wait for everyone to hear this one with, with Damien. That was so much fun. And piranhas and wrestling, uh, something I can never forget. I think I'm per- scarred. Uh, I mentioned we're kinda soft, kind of soft <laughs> and this kind of, this kind of, this got me. This got me. Uh, piranhas were really scary and listen to us talk about it. Oh yeah. It. Uh, but, um, there's some other. Yeah, stuff we, gotta, we got this has been a pretty,
2: Packed week. Kind of come out of nowhere. Yeah, Um, out of nowhere. But yeah, we've had uh, Shot in the Dark is already on the feed. So go and listen to that. John Cena in 15 minutes running down the AEW Women's Tournament. That Moxley versus Kenta match. The NXT UK Tag Championship. That's all on Shot in the Dark. Um, You've mentioned BD Elite. We've got a new episode of Was Next happening on Saturday uh, where we're looking at the February 20th, 2013 edition of NXT Where we finally get the big reveal, who is Sasha Banks? secret admirer oh yeah and Biggie Langston in the main event uh, against the Ascension, <laughs> the Ascension Connor
3: O'Brien yeah the, just him just, just, when just they were the split. Ascension Connor O'Brien And they were split for yeah. a while yeah going back and watching the old NXT's is, from the beginning has been a lot of fun and I know a lot of our listeners have become kind of like deep into this now they want to know the history of NXT and we've been going back and going through and yeah Biggie's still our champ right now um, crazy times
2: then on Sunday we've obviously got the AEW Revolution watch along and post show <laughs> Uh, that'll be live on Twitch 8pm uh twitch.tv slash up next podcast and then the podcast form will be available for patrons and sometime next week we had to delay this a bit but sometime next week we are going to be releasing our Batman and Robin review feedback threads already open on the post wrestling forum and people are going at it in there Oh, I haven't looked. Oh, yeah. Um, Are they talking about bat nips? I offended someone by calling it a fan favorite for all the wrong reasons. Oh, so They're they're going back and forth on there. It's very
3: exciting. Yeah. Leave your thoughts for that wonderful, wonderful film, Batman I will say, on this free feed, if you're you're listening to right now, we have been reviewing all the Batman movies, and a lot of our listeners have been saying that Batman and Robin's the one they've just been waiting for. And, well, the time has come, so at some point next week it will be released, so go uh, get your feedback in while you can so can't wait all that all the free shows we, we've been giving you guys and we uh we love podcasting these crazy times it's like this keeps us sane so yeah we we do a lot on the patreon but we do a lot for free as well so go check out all the shows and Go hit that subscribe, or go give us a nice comment on Apple Podcasts or whatever oh, yeah. it is. Every every view and retweet and all that stuff uh, helps. the The month of March has begun. It's springtime, yep. which means you should sign up to the Patreon. Good
2: time, best week to sign up. Yeah, and you get the whole week, Only, the whole month.
3: Yeah, a really. whole month and everything we've ever done in the back catalog. Yeah. You can go back and select whatever you want to watch. So five bucks, North American tier is all it takes to support us here at the BD, including best match ever, never wait Open Title we did with Mike Murray, uh, best match ever, PWG we did with Martin. All All these other past shows we'll be doing and March is looking crazy because we have a few up yours and our listeners, our world champ patrons are wilding because Charbel has risen from the ashes like a phoenix and has selected Spider-Man, Spider-Verse, which is going to be a review in the the next week or so as well. So that's crazy. And then Jake, another world champ, has picked like a New Japan Super J-Cup from like 94. 94, the famous one. So. We're doing so many fucking great shows that I can't wait.
2: Canadian Stampede is coming up this month. Crazy. um, All over the place, as always, on the Patreon. Um, Oh, and Leprechaun for St. Patrick's Day. And Leprechaun. Um, Yeah. But something that will, I think, one day be on the Patreon... What was this Bob Odenkirk film that kept on being advertised tonight <laughs> during, during NXT? NXT? It
3: looked like it's taken? Bob Odenkirk does Taken, right? It's like Death Wish, but it's Bob <laughs> Odenkirk. So obviously, people know him from Better Call Saul, but I still like know him from like I don't know, like I swear he's like Ben Stiller show or Bob and whatever Bob and David, I think it was. I mean, essentially, we all know him from
2: comedies. Like yeah. he definitely stretches those <laughs> rheumatic muscles in Saul, but yeah. you, you know him as.
3: You know, the funny guy, a guy. You know, it wasn't the weirdest thing that I've seen all week because Post Malone released a cover of a Hootie and the Blowfish song for a 25th anniversary of Pokemon and then did a live digital animated concert as well. So the world is in a weird oh, It's weird. The world's going on. Um, I only want to be with you. Okay.
2: Yeah, I was just checking to see if this is like a drama comedy or whatever. No, it's not a it's- comedy. Yeah, um he's got the best name, though. Okay. Bob Odenkirk. It's called Nobody. Yeah. Uh, a bystander who intervenes to help a woman being harassed by a group of men becomes the target of a vengeful drug lord. And <laughs> Bob Odenkirk's name in the film? This is very, like, 80s, 90s action. All right. Hutch Mansell. What the fuck? Yeah. That sounds like a new signee
3: to NXT. I wa- are we going to watch this? Can we watch We this? got to. We got to. It we're gonna great. watch this. We'll, let, we'll get keep you updated. <laughs> I have some big news about watching stuff. Oh yeah, are you ready for this Go bombshell? For I finished The Sopranos. Oh, I did it! I did it, guys! You can send me all the Sopranos memes. And what were your? So- Don't stop believing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Never stop. Never stop believing. He dies, right? Like, he, di- he gets clipped. That's, that's what happens, right? That's the, that's the theory. <sighs> yeah. That's the theory. Uh, I really love Paulie. I really love Christopher. And I'm definitely going to, when I rewatch some Christopher! Yeah. Uh, I think th- those are great. I know, uh, G- is, who plays, uh, Tony? Cause he's just fantastic. Um, rest um, in peace. Gandolfini. Yeah. He's just fantastic. Yeah. I love, I love that whole show. It was just finally great to, to finish. And I never got spoiled. That's good. I knew that, like, like there was one particular death near the end of the show, which I had to stop watching for, like, a good week. I, it made me genuinely upset. And mm. I don't want to say who it is in case people yeah. didn't. But if you've seen it, you kind of know. And it involves uh, a, a favorite character near the end. I uh,
2: somewhat got spoiled. Okay. Um, involves a nose skip plug. Skip ahead two minutes. Um, okay. Yeah. But just the way it ends with it being cut, like, mid, like, cutting to black, out right. of nowhere. Right. Right. Um, because that got spoofed on Family Guy. Family Guy did the Lois kills Stewie right. thing, and that came out I think shortly after Sopranos finished, and it all turned out to be like a visual simulation. And Brian's going, "You mean a dream?" It's like, "No, no, no a dream." That no, not a dream. That would be cheap. And it's like, "Well, it could be worse. It could be just cutting off mid set." <laughs> and then before the Lost finale, they were doing like famous other like finales from other series. Oh. So you had. Um, you know, like Dallas coming out of the shower and it was all a dream and you have the Sopranos don't stop believing thing. Wow. Um, but apparently when it first happened, loads of people were just like checking their sets, being like, what the fuck? It like (laughs) thought they'd lost the end of the show because it cut out and it's like, no, that's, that's (laughs) the end. Don't stop believing. Don't stop believing. Uh, I
3: really, I really love the show. I watched, I know I've been talking about documentaries. I watched the Netflix Fear City on like the mob and the 80s and and stuff like that. And that was quite interesting. So I, I, I'm a big fan of uh, some of the mafia movies. We did a review of Godfather somewhere back there on the Patreon a little while ago. But, uh, uh, I it finally did it so I I got to decide what's the next series I got to like decide. I I have to make sure it's the right one for me. So I got to do some research because The Sopranos took me a while. I'm slow with TV shows. I
2: I I mean I think HBO shows in general are kind of like that. They're Yeah. They're slow but they're quality. Like you I feel when you sit down to an episode of The Sopranos, you're watching a mini movie, right? And sometimes you want to consume it more like a movie yeah. and take a little step back rather than binge episode after episode. I felt the same with Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. Uh I still haven't... Like, I tried the first episode of The Wire. That's one I want to definitely try again. Um, I'm thinking
3: I'm, I want to maybe start... The Wire's on, the like... Did the, you finish the Barry? Run. Uh, I feel I f- like you dropped out of that. I feel like I haven't. No, we were just talking about, uh, how we're one friend away from being friends with Bill
0: Hader. Bill Hader. Yeah. You'll
3: have to listen to that best deathmatch ever show. Uh, no, I have to. Actually, yeah. Cause that, that's, that's worth finishing. Yeah. That's yeah, quite yeah. an easy watch, but still, like, got enough drama to kind of get your teeth into. I gotta catch up. I watch here and there episodes of Letter Kenny sometimes when I'm, like, mm. not just watching whatever mm. as well, but, uh, yeah, that's I gotta find the right show for me. But I finally did it. So send me all your Soprano memes and theories and all that stuff because I'm excited for the movie. They pushed like, it back. Prequel. Isn't it was it supposed with to be James like, Gandolfini's kid? Yeah, playing, playing, playing Tony. him. That's yeah. Wow. So really, it's very strange. But I, I'm definitely going to be looking for it. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll do a review of it or something. But uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. That's that's it. I may need to do
2: like a. I'm not going to have time for a full rewatch, but you see lists online which are the key episodes you need to watch. So I might might do that rewatch a bit of Sopranos before the to get film. back into the yeah. movie
3: yeah well the best episode is the, the something the the one where Christopher and Polly get lost in the woods oh that's awesome it's yeah, just it's so good it's just brilliant I also love Polly's rant on snakes I'm re- really into that rant it's <laughs> just brilliant uh, so, uh, there. Welcome to our NXT show about yeah. The Sopranos. And if you're uh, new to us, this Bob is what Odenkirk. we do. Like, <laughs>
2: if you don't like it, skip 20 minutes at the beginning of each show. Yeah, essentially.
3: <laughs> uh, like, obviously, the biggest news of NXT is like this whole moving to Tuesday thing, and everyone's like, ah. Oh, and it seems that they're they're going to do this around WrestleMania time, so within mm. a month or plus around there, two months yeah. or whatever. Uh, and it looks like they put out a graphic for a takeover on a Thursday. Yes, very weird. Well, when else would you do it? Couldn't do it on the Friday. You can't Smackdown's do it on the Saturday. Friday. Yeah, very strange.
2: But it would mean you'd have... Would you have NXT back-to-back? Would you have it Wednesday night and then Thursday TakeOver? The go-home show the night before? That's kind of... It's cool. Cool? Yeah, a bit different. I would put a title match on both nights. Why, why not? Yeah. yeah, make it a big, big episode. Um, Like hype up the big matches, but have one killer match to finish the show.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I'd be pretty down with that. Uh, so there's also some news. We are supposed to have two tag title matches tonight, yes. but, uh, Wes Lee from MSK actually got injured in his hands. So the gimmick where it was the GYV took him out is mm. legit. He's yeah, actually he's injured. He's got a broken hand. So they're not wrestling tonight. That mm. match is, is called off. So. Uh, which I'm like, damn! They were on this crazy hot streak. Uh, hopefully, that doesn't take too long to recover from. I'm hoping a broken hand. Sh- I
2: mean, we've seen. I remember Juice did the whole G1 with a broken hand, and I think once, hopefully, just a few weeks, and then it can be in a cast and still work. I don't know. Who knows? I'm not a doctor. I don't know what I'm talking about.
3: A broken hand, you know, yeah, you can shrug it off. It's no broken heart, <laughs> so you know. I'm sure. You know, yeah. I hope you. I hope they can come back really soon and back into the absolutely because uh, they're the hot thing right yeah, now. Yeah, definitely. I feel. Uh, so I guess we should get into some NXT, unless there's anything else that's popping off for you. Are you ready for some?
2: Uh, I'm ready for some M- NXT, yeah. 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 All
3: right. Let's talk about NXT from Wednesday, March 3rd, 2021. We start off with a match that takes place instead of the tag title match because it explains the, the rascals, I'm still calling them that, uh, are taken out of action, but <clears throat> there was an online WWE.com video. That they show us here. And it's Champa who like interjects with Oni and Danny and MSK and says, like, hey, you know, you can't fight them, but I want to lay a challenge. Me and Toothless Tim lay down the challenge and they're like, "Uh, you know what? We'll fight you, but not everyone gets title opportunities. So it's a non title match. So Champa's like, all right, grow some. And then Carter steps in and goes, (laughs) bullocks. I like the idea of this
2: match because both teams. Formed the same way, essentially. They had a series of matches where both guys beat the piss out of each other, and then they're like, "All right, let's be partners," because that's exactly how Oni and Danny started. Right. And now you got that with Champa and Thatcher. So I thought I thought it was a quite a good replacement. That's true. They both have formed the same mm. way. If you go back to their history, you just need to throw Cesaro and Sheamus in the mix as
3: well. And- Friend, yeah. yeah, enemies who enemies turn friends. Enemies that turn friends. Great stuff. Well, this match is happening. It's Danny and Oni versus Champa and Thatcher. Uh, Danny and Thatcher start off here and they're grinding at each other. All these guys are kind of around the same kind of hard hitting, kind of grapple guys, oh, yeah. tough men here in NXT. All Man- fit right into the never open weight division. They could. They, they could yeah, be bangers. Yeah, for sure. Um, Oni's got this. Oni could be Shibata esque. <laughs> <laughs> He's lanky. You know uh there's Oni sorry, Danny and Thatcher keep tying it up and like grappling for grapple here, but then it's Oni and Champa who's in, and Champa's doing him dirty, like using his forearm against his head. Champa then hits this laria to Oni like turning him inside out. He tags back to Thatcher who works on Oni and he's fish hooking him. I love a good fish hook. Uh, there's then Thatcher with his beauty belly to belly to Lorcan for a near fall. Then Champa's back with like the running freight train and clothesline after clothesline and then a double clothesline after a commercial break. There's then the hatch suplex, hottest suplex in town right now. The, uh, I have written down the good guys are beating down on the baddies because there's a spot <laughs> here where they both sit down, Danny and, and Oni, and then they just do the, the like, the they guillotine strikes. Club the chest. Yeah, yeah. They're striking simultaneously. Looks really great here. Uh, Champa has the advantage with a headbutt and then everyone's kicking everyone. There's leg layers. There's backhands. There's all this crazy stuff. The finish of this seems to be where Imperium, Come out on the ramp, and they all stand there watching. This distracts Champa for some reason. He gets sent to the outside because
2: he's a wrestler. Wrestlers get distracted. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: then it's Danny and Oni who hit their assisted Spike DDT and pin Thatcher. Danny and Oni, the champs, win in this non-title match, but all because Imperium were just standing there.
2: Yeah, I I really enjoyed this match. Completely different style to we'd have got if MSK were fighting tonight, but. I I thought this was really good. I really enjoy this style of wrestling, just the heavy hitting, tough bastards going at it. Um, And that's exactly what I got. I thought a good way to start off the show. Intrigue with Imperium as well. Thought the finish was a bit sloppy. I'm not overly keen on the distraction. But um, yeah, uh, I
3: liked it. Yeah, it, this match was fine. I feel like there was a there's a better match in mm. there. I feel like any singles matches between any of these four combinations Absolutely. would be good as well. Yeah, but, completely. Uh, yeah, it was it was fine for what it was, but it kind of leaves you now. There's some intrigue and mystery behind Imperium because I, mm. I believe Thatcher has ties with them. Ring ring camp ring camp. Yeah. yeah, okay. Um so a little bit more on that later but uh yeah it was all right but th- that means Danny and Oni are still champs they're still reigning like strong as the- they oh, yeah. they need to have some sort of momentum as champs cuz
2: I I still think somehow we're going to get the titles on GYV yeah. and that's who MSK are going to challenge I feel but- like that's the right move yeah yeah we go But the tag division's looking better I think I yeah. would say it's starting yeah. to kind of feel like hot again
3: yeah We go to Roderick Strong, who wants some answers from Adam Cole. He's wearing this beautiful black button-up shirt with white specks all over it. And he's got a stress ball because he is stressed, (laughs) bro. He's so stressed. So uh, he comes down to the ring. And he throws a stress ball away and he says, Adam Cole, get your ass out here right now, says Roddy, one of my favorites on the mic. I'll, I'll always, what's the saying? I'll stand on that grave. I'll go to the grave with that. What is it? I'll stand on that hill, whatever. I'll die on that hill. Die on that die on the hill. On the hill. Yeah, I found it. Um, I'll die on the hill that Roddy is good on the mic. <laughs> Yeah, at me, bro. Roddy says, Adam Cole, get your ass out here right now. If any one of us in that group meant a thing to you, just anything, a little bit, then you please better get out here right now. But instead of Cole, here comes Finn Balor. He says, Roddy, when are you going to learn that Cole's not going to come out here for you? He He's not going to give you some cheesy explanation. He doesn't care. Roddy, you know what? I find it funny. Roddy just cuts him off and says... Uh, Undisputed Air was fine until you showed up, Finn, so the whole thing is your fault. Oh, man, this is, like, a love triangle now. I, don't, I feel bad for Roddy. Roddy got the dirtiest in this. Roddy just feels, like,
2: kind of the stupid one, but you still feel sorry for him. Like, he's still trying to, like, get to grips on it, and so much so that he's gonna blame Finn for the fact his
3: best friend he's stabbed all, him in the yeah. back, because he's confused. We talk about this movie a lot, but Closer... Yeah. Yeah. Roddy's Jude Law. And <laughs> okay. this, Roddy got fucked. Yeah. <laughs> but also, it goes all the way around. Everyone oh, it, got fucked. Everyone gets fucked. Roddy's just home. like, Roddy just left out in the cold here. Yeah. He's just like, he doesn't even know who, he wants Adam Cole, but Cole doesn't even care enough to want to fight him or sh- explain why. Like, just, like, think about like relationships. Like, Roddy's just like, all of a sudden, it's like, I love quadruple way. What, being
2: dumped with no reason? Yeah, imagine that. <laughs>
3: That would suck, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, wow. That
2: would I just be, like making you
3: feel awkward. That would just, that, whatever, whoever that would happen to would just be one <laughs> pathetic loser. No, <laughs> no. Uh, so poor Roddy's just like, Finn, you ruined Undisputed Era. It's all your fault. And Finn's like, bro, your brotherhood fell apart not because of, of you, not because of Kyle, because of this, the championship. I know how to get Adam Cole's attention. I know how to get him out here. Cole, next week, Finn Balor versus Adam Cole for the NXT Championship. On me. Let's go. Next week. And as for you, Roddy, you'll never be a leader. You'll always be a follower until you get a little bit more greedy and selfish with that killer instinct. But you don't got it. So, Roddy. Proves him wrong and decks him straight in the face. They're brawling in the ring. He drops him. His shirt gets ripped off him. Nah. Roddy's shirt. I hope it's okay. I hope the buttons didn't fly. Take my life, but not my shirt. Um, and they're pulled apart here. Great pull apart. I actually really loved this promo. <laughs> this, this was weird. Roddy and Finn had a better, like, promo storyline than Adam Cole last week, it feels like.
2: Yeah. I, I found last week a bit confusing. It felt a bit, overthought with the uh, Adam being sorry but was he sorry the whole time or like was he just luring Roddy and Finn in it was all a bit weird this I thought was great I think Finn actually works in this kind of tweener role being the champion and you could see him in this moment being a heel and a baby face yeah being calling out the guy who keeps on kicking you in the face and going like I want to fight you so sure championship match next week that's badass, like badass baby face. But also he's got these lines to Roddy that are true, but are kind of dickish. Mean. And you feel like he's this mean. guy is going through a heart, heartbreak and you're you're rubbing salt in the wounds almost. So for that, he's got a bit of a heel side. And this pull apart, Finn was winning the, pull, the fight for sure. Finn had the dominance over Roddy and it took them to pull him apart. So you're setting up the match for later and Roddy's coming in as the underdog who has kind of been just shat on a bit by this guy so you're then getting a babyface heel dynamic even though in the big picture finn is not a heel so i kind
3: of like this a lot so they then announce after the break that this is happening tonight finn balor versus roddy but the title's not on the line finn is like put keep that next week and we we try to do some digging correct us if we're wrong please is this the first time these two are gonna fight I i couldn't find anything
2: i searched roderick strong Prince Devitt, Roger Strong, Finn Balor. Finn Balor. yeah Balor. Uh, couldn't find anything. I thought for sure they would have fought before, but... But I don't... Like, Balor was... Well, not Balor not didn't it. really do ROH or stuff like that, did he? No. So, unless... And... Yeah,
3: I, I can't think when they'd have really crossed. Another thing, Roddy is separated from Undisputed Era because he comes out with different music. It's yes. new music. Uh, mm. I know his 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 move, his finisher, the the suplex into the backbreaker, the, must, the the end of heartache, and this song sounds like a ripoff of Killswitch Engage "End of Heartache." Right. That's what I sounded like it to me. Uh, I'm seeing in the chat here that they got to bring back his ROH theme Misery Signals. Yeah, the, the 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 band that was lit. And uh yeah, and people in the chat are asking, now that Roddy's out of undisputed era, does he go back to being a dad? Being a dad? That was his gimmick before. It was, so, yeah. I mean, it would it would be all right. In 2021, that'd be a great main roster gimmick. Just bring back Marina Shafir. Just
2: yeah. eat, just have her be pregnant in character you know even if she's not pregnant just just do the whole thing again i mean i don't know if that's
3: necessary <laughs> Do the whole thing just whole go dad, back
2: rewind the clock dad gimmick uh just trying to find himself i love Have him come gimm- out in the, the army pants and vest again thinking he's part of aop i like just his go old through th- all the
3: roddy gimmicks oh i liked him as mr ring of honor <laughs> he was he was so good in ring of honor underutilized under appreciated ring of honor roger strong Okay, well, that's happening later tonight and that's that was some good stuff. Are you ready for more good stuff? Oh, yeah. Let's go to the Central Florida Psychiatric Center for some therapy. That's right. The way are going to therapy. We see Austin Theory, Johnny Gargano, Indy and Candace in a ther th- I'm going to say therapy office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, therapy office. <laughs> Uh, So, they're in this office, and Austin Theory's like, Hey, this doesn't look like Chuck E. Cheese. And Johnny's like, Shh. We meet this psychiatrist here, Linda Niccoli. She's some doctor... She says, well, it seems like Loomis has been affecting you all. Uh, obviously referring to, uh, Dexter Loomis, yeah. scaring, scaring him. I'm still laughing at myself for saying therapy, therapy office. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get over it.
2: But now I can't think of the actual yeah, words. Exactly. I'm just thinking, yeah, therapy office. That makes sense. Uh,
3: yeah. Your therapy bed, your therapy couch. It's like when Tony Soprano goes to his therapist Ooh. psychiatrist yeah whatever so th- they say uh, that loomis is affecting us and you know he kidnapped theory uh it, meanwhile indy is doing a sketch of her own that she keeps like mentioning cute little lines about how she's got a crush on him theory promises that nothing bad happened when he was kidnapped by him he says it was just two dudes having a good time Having a good time, having a good time. Uh some lonely island, I think, is what he was quoting. Uh then they they mention he mentions that it's a cold, hard world out there. And Indy says that I'd warm up Dexter Loomis. Mm. Then Johnny takes away her notepad and it's it's hearts with Mrs. Indy Wrestling Loomis. And he says, Wow, I gave you that nickname for Christmas as a gift, and now you've ruined Christmas. So we gotta fix this. Dexter Loomis should be in jail. We gotta lock him up, and I'm not here to be. Therapeed on She says you need to calm down Sir He says I am calm I'm always calm My nickname is Johnny Calm Gargano (laughs) And And then she kicks him out She says this is my office He said this is my office now She says no To be continued Uh Yeah Um Remember when he Remember last week when Johnny said what's happening Yeah He was right Uh
2: so many camera shots in this. <laughs> like so many different angles. It was I don't know. I'm I'm over I'm so over this stuff. And we had four segments of this this week. Uh I thought Theory was actually pretty funny in some of the bits he did this week. Um shall we just talk about it all in with the last one? Because we're gonna keep on going back to this. Yeah, here, yeah, yeah,
3: there's more of this yeah. to be continued. I can't I can't
2: keep talking about it. No, <laughs> I don't want to talk show. about it no more <laughs>
3: <clears throat> yeah. We go to Cameron Grimes, who's in the truck, the NXT truck, the production truck, and he says, CWC is the venue here? Well, I want to change it to the CGA, the Cameron Grimes Arena. William Regal shows up and says, hey, Cameron, uh, last week you hit a crew member, and it's a potential lawsuit that I'm dealing with right now, so I'm not happy with you. He says, oh, hey, don't worry. Uh, Don't worry about the money, and he pulls out wads of cash, and he's like, Mr. Regal, I'll pay you all the money. Don't worry. I'll pay you off. He says, no, no, no. I'm I, I'm not worried about the money. That's not the issue. I'm worried about you. I don't, I'm not happy with you. He says, well, well Regal, I got Kiss My Grits money. I can do whatever I want. Regal says, well, you're going to do what I want. And tonight I have a contract, a match for you, one-on-one against Bronson Reed. And Grimes is like, ah, shit. Can't get, my, can't pay my way out of this. He says, stupid Ted DiBiase. I I love the relationship between Grimes
2: and Regal. Uh, it's kind of like that. Um, was it Boy Meets World, Mr. Feeny? Mr. Feeny. Yeah, Feeny? like like the teacher, like with the naughty kid who. Right. But you know, there's you know he, Regal has like a soft spot for Grimes. Right. I feel it's like tough love. I feel like when Grimes finally moves up to the main Feeny? roster, I want to see that scene with right. Regal like wishing him well and sending him on his way. You know, <laughs> I, I just think these two are funny together. I, I love, uh, Regal plays the straight man so well in all these skits with Grimes. Grimes is hilarious. Uh, yeah,
3: I, I thought this was fun. So that match is happening. It sounds great. Oh, yeah. that, I'm pretty sure they've tangled before. Uh, maybe PWG maybe. Uh, but I'm, I'm kind of stoked for that. We go to our, did, didn't they meet in the, uh, the tournament? Oh, you're right. I think. Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. I think, grimes won then didn't he because he, he went through to right the finals, that's true i think remember who won that nope <laughs> yeah I do. ach yeah i saw him the other day on new japan strong yeah even in a in a, in a in hoodie a, in a mask yeah brody king's mask mm. yeah i think i'm gonna watch more of that show i think i like it okay that new japan new japan strong listen yeah. to shot in the dark where sino yeah. talks about it but i checked it out obviously for the the other match but i was like the hey there's yeah. some cool cool cats yeah. around there uh, so, Reed versus Grimes later. We go to the Robert Stone brand. It's Aaliyah, the chick from the six, and Jesse Kamea coming out. But Aaliyah has a one-on-one match here. They mentioned the chick from the six repping Sportsnet 360. NXT now airing live in Canada. And then now they're moving to Tuesdays. I wonder if uh, they're they're making the move to Tuesdays, too uh wouldn't it be such a thing canadian (laughs) wrestling thing to to, to have it for a month yeah to screw them over i think it will move i hopefully Um, it moves but then you know i don't know about you but canadians watch a lot of hockey on tuesdays so oh just saying usa apparently is putting nhl on wednesday nights but i don't know if that messes up tuesdays i know tuesdays is a big hockey and basketball night and sports night usually so I don't know. It's, it's I mean, tough. It gets to a point that sport every night. Yeah, every there's, night and bad. there's wrestling every night. Yeah. So yeah.
2: Um, apparently, everyone back home
3: was checking out Aaliyah and cheering for Aaliyah. That's what Vic Joseph and said. And We certainly were. So we're, we're always we're we're team Aaliyah we're, here in the six. We always are team Aaliyah, no matter yeah. what. Yep. So Ali is going up against Ember Moon, who comes out with Shotzi in Shotzi's tank. And in a great callback, it, it cues to Robert Stone, who all of a sudden's got this nervous tick and kind of having PTSD here as he's like, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm cool because he sees Shotzi's new and bigger tank so he's he's getting flashbacks here <laughs>
2: it's he played it now. well it wasn't over the top but <laughs> yeah they definitely and like i like how commentary little... <laughs> didn't really draw too much attention to it but he definitely looked nervous
3: yeah uh, i really like the little things here from this guy doing that uh I, I think robert stone kind of plays his character well he knows what he's doing yeah it's a shame that it kind of got derailed a
2: bit they yeah. kept having people join and then leave uh so it it feels like with kamea now
3: they're trying to rebuild up the yeah. robert stone brand so Ember versus Aaliyah, um, it's basically both of them going at it pretty quick. There's like the classic drop downs and everything, but it's ends up being a forearm from Aaliyah, and Ember like kind of no sells it and laughs at her and says, Oh, you you call that a strike? Come on, come on. And Aaliyah like kinda dances and goes, ooh, ooh. Ember says, I'll give you one for free. Hit me. Show me. Show me. Ooh, we got a follow up oh, subscription. You. Uh Ember <laughs> says, Hey, I'll give you a free shot. Hit me. Come on, right here. And as Aaliyah goes to do it, Ember, like, hits her and beats her up. It's like, well, isn't that not a babyface thing?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because we watch a lot of New Japan. But if you're going, come on, hit me, I expect you to take it. I can't imagine Minoru Suzuki going, come on, hit me, and then tricking him into an arm drag.
3: You think Kota Ibushi would be like, hey, (laughs) hit me, and then just not? Psych. (laughs) can't believe we're mentioning Suzuki and Ibushi while talking about Aaliyah and Ember Moon. Fuck yeah. But, like, Dream Match. Yeah. I would watch. That's a mixed tag, I'd see. Yeah. yeah. Who would team with who? Uh, it's got to be Aaliyah and Suzuki. Aaliyah and Suzuki, sure. Yeah. yeah. Either work, really. Ember Moon and Kota do the double moon Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That would be cool. Yeah. Dream, look at what we and book on this show.
2: Aaliyah and Suzuki just fucking headbutting people. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Stiff elbows. Everyone from The Six Aaliyah going, <laughs> hulking up. <laughs> Just Aaliyah wearing nice hats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this match continues. Um, and Aaliyah f- fell for Ember's trick here as Aaliyah, uh, uh, Ember has control. There's like a spear from Ember where they both tumble to the outside. Robert Stone tries to get involved. Looks like he tries to give something or show something to Ember. I could be reading into this too much, but it seemed like he was like, look, I got something. But Shotzi like scares him off. Uh, Ember then does like a wrecking ball kick off the top, uh, off the apron there to the outside. But it's Aaliyah who now has the control and beating down on Ember with near falls. Ember comes back with this like pretty cool spine buster for a near fall. And then Ember drops Aaliyah down. Stone is on the apron. Jesse Kamea tries to get involved. Shotzi takes them both out in her camo pants, which allows everyone down. Ember jumps off the top, hits the eclipse and pins Aaliyah for the win.
2: Uh I thought it was quite clunky at times, this match. Um didn't there were some cool moves in it, but I didn't think the connective tissue was really there. It kinda mm. felt like bit to bit and a bit sloppy with some of the distractions and things. Uh but I thought Aaliyah sold that eclipse really well. She kind of flipped out of it. I thought it looked pretty cool. Yeah, that move is great. Um but yeah, it didn't do a whole lot for me. I, personally I, I kinda like to see a bit more of Robert Stonebrand. Like
3: see him grow it a bit more and have a bit more mic time because I do find him quite entertaining. Right. I feel like he should get more people. I feel like that's a thing AEW's been doing with the mm. managers, Matt Hardy and whatever, but I feel like managers in wrestling could cast their net yeah. differently a bit more. have your Bivens and your Stones.
2: Yeah, kind of like a little Bivens-Stone feud with their yeah. clients,
3: maybe. They steal each other's clients Yeah, and back and forth. We have uh, Thatcher and Champa backstage. They're trying to be interviewed because they lost their match and... Thatcher says, we've all come from somewhere. We all have our past. Champa says, well, it's not about the past. His 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 time with Imperium is in the past and it doesn't matter. So it seems like Champa doesn't want him to talk about his ex.
2: Yeah, this was kind of interesting because, look, fans of wrestling kind of wider than the WWE bubble know that Thatcher is part of Ring Camp with Volta and Marcel Bartel. Um, but... It's it hasn't really been referenced on TV at all, uh, so I, and they didn't really hit you over the head with it either. But they kind of just addressed, yeah, I w- used to be with those guys, and now I'm not, and I don't want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, this all looks like it's leading to Volta coming back. I hope so. Um, and you know what? We've seen Thatcher Volta before uh, in Progress, like a few years ago, which was a great match. So. I'd be down if they're building to a match between those guys, but I think you can get some good tags in there with Thatcher and Champer against Eichner and Bartel as well. So um yeah, while Finn is busy with Adam Cole, maybe hold off on that Volta match and go with this one for now.
3: Yeah, that'd be crazy to see. I just want to see Walter on this show. I think so. This is a show we watch every week. I know you can check out your NXT UKs and all that stuff. Uh, Miko Satomura versus Kaylee Ray this mm-hmm. week. Gonna be for the title. I hope she wins and goes forward. Uh, I checked out some of their stuff with Pretty Deadly winning the tag titles over there as well. They seem to be in the right direction. Like honestly, some of the wrestling on that show is really good. Walter is the champ, but bring him over here and this guy should be one of the biggest stars in wrestling. I
2: feel like we've started to feel his kind of presence even though he hasn't shown up his shadow seems to be there right you said there was that there was that tease last week when the camera cut away when imperium looked like there could
3: have been all of them Yeah, and yeah i i feel they're teasing him so i definitely see that's the way we're going i would like to see finn versus walter i would honestly just want walter versus anyone yeah anyone here is so fresh wrestlers that yeah anyone he faces is an interesting match yeah, anyone on this show, like him versus Kyle, him versus Oh Cole, Roddy like, Gargano, Champa, yeah. Thatcher, yeah, Zaylee, Aaliyah, like, yeah, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> we'll we'll see what happens with Imperium and Champer and Thatcher. We have a video, a hype video for Tony and Io next week. Io Sh- Shirai says she's not scared, even though Tony says that she secretly is. Like, hey, you know, I beat you. You're secretly scared. You've been on this run, but it doesn't matter. You don't have my number. Um, And EO says, I respect Tony Storm as an athlete, but not as a person. I'm one of the greatest, and I'll, I'll continue my reign. And Tony says, well, it's going to end next week. One-on-one. It's Tony time. Yeah. She's got to get that in. It's yeah. Tony time. So
2: next week looks pretty stacked. Uh, Normally, we've seen kind of the patterns of when AEW have a big show NXT try to load that show and they don't seem to be doing that this time they're they're loading their show next week uh which is apart from the fallout from revolution it's relatively unopposed right now so um two big matches for next week and I'm yeah I'm really looking forward to uh the men's especially yeah but we- I think this should could be a good match but both- I want to see st- Tony really step it up and if you're gonna step it up against anyone, Eo's the person to do
3: it against. Yeah, she kinda needs to like recreate herself a little bit. Co- show that you can kinda EO's the best. Uh um. I-, I say it all the time. I I Eo Shirai gets me high. I think she's just one of the best wrestlers, if not the best wrestler right now. Men or women, whatever. And when you have a match with her, it kind of shows like, you know, who 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 you are and who yeah. if you can if you can hang. Um and I, I saw people kind of shitting on that Zoe Stark match last week and like there was i thought it was, i thought it was all right uh right. I, I know people like the the aw women's match as well and i kind of didn't like that one so v- different thing. sorry which one baker and nyla uh rose okay i was, yeah. I was like yeah, it was it was okay um but i feel like eo is my one of my favorite people to watch and i used to be into tony i feel like more so on the indies and uh i i want to see them like just have a banger i feel everyone
2: else around her has improved and she's just the same ring wise as she always has been. And I think everyone else has kind of stepped up. So I, I want to see her step up.
3: I'm not saying because EO does like moonsaults and cool flying moves that makes oh, her Oh, no. EO's so smooth. Yeah. She just her, like
2: just facial expressions and everything, the way she sells.
3: The storytelling she and is great. the selling is what makes her very good. And I feel like Tony maybe is missing some parts that mm. I feel like next week she should deliver and have a, a great match. I don't see Tony winning this match. I see EO Oh, it's got to be EO. Surely. Yeah. So we go to what is not the main event of the evening, because now we have a new one with Finn and Roddy, but it's the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship on the line. Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, the winners of the first ever Dusty Classic Women's Tournament, get their title shot here against two former NXT superstars. Uh both champion were both champions? No, Nia- wasn't. No. No. That, that's good. Uh Shayna Baszler and Naya Jax. Yes, they're on NXT again. Yeah. So the tag titles on the line. We are all wondering, is this going to be the time we we get to snag these titles? Does NXT teef these away from the main roster? Let's find out. Uh, The story of Shayna and Dakota with Dakota being the scared little girl is something I'm interested in this match. Like the fact that she used to bully her and say that to her. And mm. the last week with the whole thing, like I'm not I'm not the same person. Uh, so it starts with Shane and Dakota. Uh, Shane is like working on Dakota's arms and doing some joint manipulation. And Dakota just slaps her and just goes after her. There's like a snap mirror type float over cutter type thing, but gets dropped. Uh, there's then a standoff with both teams on the outside, kind of like at a stalemate kind of thing. As they go into picture-in-picture in Picture. Uh, and during picture-in-picture, Picture, they're like beating down on Dakota Kai here. Uh, this is when we saw the trailer for the Bob Odenkirk movie and we were like, wait, what? Uh, so when we came back from commercial, Shayna Baszler beating down on Dakota Kai uh, and Nia tags in and does the Brock lock. And then like swings Dakota like into the turnbuckle, which looked great actually. I love that
2: you call it the Brock Lock as well. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. The stretch muffler, Brocklock. Uh goes to pin Dakota, but Raquel breaks it up. the story is Dakota keeps trying to make the hot tag to Raquel but gets shut down. Finally does a handspring kick to Naya, tries to tag Raquel, but gets caught with with Baszler, but then super kicks her. Finally. Hot tag to, to Gonzalez, who comes in, follow a slam on Baszler, another one on Baszler, tour of the islands, the spinning power slam, 4-2 count. And finally, we get the immovable object versus the inevitable. What, fuck, what is it? Yeah.
2: Uh, the inevitable f- irresistible force yeah.
3: versus the immovable object. that's what it felt like here it felt like hogan versus andre oh, yeah. here in the <laughs> Capitol wrestling center as nia jackson raquel gonzalez stand face to face and they go at it here two uh big badass women as the the commentary are calling it here they're going at it now uh beating up each other and it's it's now – they send they send Nia back out Naya of the Nia hits ring. a headbutt at one point, which looked kind of scary. She's like, Aaliyah, no headbutts tonight. I'm yeah. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Nia gets sent to the outside here, and then they work on Baszler, and it's the go-to-kick combo from Raquel and De Kai – and from Kai, sorry, for a near fall. And then they go for it again, but it's countered into, like, the Karafuta clutch from Shayna the second time around. And you think it's over here, but – she eventually reaches to the ropes to tag Raquel, who comes in and accidentally boots the ref while booting Naya off the apron. And then it, she's knocked out of the ring, but then it's the Karafuda clutch again on Dakota, but the ref is out. So Q Adam Pierce, who comes out with a raw referee who goes calls the match because Dakota is like doesn't tap out but like is faded instantly doesn't even really kind of check just goes oh she looks he, he lifts the hand the yeah hand's limp yeah the story here though is Dakota Kai was not the legal person yes. in the match Raquel was because this new ref so the match is called Shayna and Nia retain but Kai was not legal what is Adam Pierce up to what I was so disappointed
2: <laughs> yeah I know this. um <laughs> I I I know you're not a Shayna fan. I like Shayna. I really like Dakota and Raquel. Um, I'm not a fan of Nia. I don't think either of us have really hidden that fact over the years. Um, I don't really rate her as a performer. But it wasn't just Nia that was wrong with this match. I thought this... There were so many just, like, gaps and kind of felt like miscommunication. Commentary fell off. There were just big gaps in commentary where they seemed confused. Um... Yeah, I I thought I thought the moment between Shayna and Dakota could have been a bit more special when they were going at it. Uh I just I thought this was sloppy. I I really didn't think it was very good. Actually, uh, the one thing I did like, which I can see a lot of people being critical about, was the finish because it wasn't just the NXT girls losing. There was some controversy there and it makes me curious, okay, are we going to have some sort of bit of a bit more cross promotion almost between NXT and main roster, perhaps, which I'm for. Um but aside from that, I I really didn't like it. And also there was a funny moment where Beth is talking about Shayna wears this armband, which is a tribute to her trainer Billy Robinson. With the segue of the night, she goes, Oh yeah, that armband's in tribute for a trainer Billy Robinson, who wrestles kinda like Finn Balor and Roderick Strong, who are in the main event tonight. You're like well okay weird, weird one bet yeah that was weird but i i know i didn't like this really disappointing
3: <clears throat> i i i don't think this was like the worst match you know uh, that i've ever seen or it wasn't necessarily like that bad i i just it didn't live up to any of the hype that i thought i for some reason i thought this match was gonna like bang and it yeah, kind of just so. it kind of just didn't i'm i yeah i'm not a fan of nia Jax mm. at all and uh I'm not a big fan of Shayna, and I just thought, hey, maybe this is the time to give us the titles over here in NXT, and they, I knew that it wasn't happening when this match was placed in the middle of the show, because yeah. it's clearly what they were going for, but to make matters worse, they get the WWE stink on it, with the Adam Pierce shit, and I'm just like, it's just not how I like my wrestling, like, yeah. can't we, isn't this the show where we get clean finishes, can we not, like, just have w just, I didn't, I didn't, I tell you, I didn't, I was into the Shayna Dakota thing. I don't like the fact Shayna beat Dakota. I, like, it generally made me mad. So I think that'll be, it's the catch for watch the rematch. It depends. If,
2: I mean, while we're on the, shall we talk about the Regal thing now? Yeah. It kind of makes sense. Yeah.
3: Uh, a little later, they see, like, a camera through some glass into a room and Regal and Pierce are, like, having a shouting match, essentially, but you can't hear them. So, uh, after that, William Regal says, uh, I'm gonna make an announcement. And, um, the announcement, Uh, I'm trying to find out to change
2: the landscape of wrestling forever, essentially. It's going to (laughs) change.
3: He's been watching his Tony Khan. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, from Impact or whatever. He says it's going to, he has an announcement next week that's going to change the landscape of NXT. I assume he means, uh, because they're moving to Tuesday, but he's also talking about, like, how the women in that match were screwed. Yeah, it's to do with that women's match. Now, people are saying,
2: um, does this mean either. Uh, like a, a rematch, maybe a rematch on a, a main roster event. Maybe, uh, Magen in the room is saying he was standing behind, uh, next to an evolution poster, as in the women's pay per view. Oh, maybe he's, evolution. no, maybe he's going to announce a takeover evolution, like a women's only takeover, perhaps. Uh, other people are saying maybe NXT women's tag title. Yeah, that's kind of
3: where I'm thinking. I don't like it to be honest. More titles.
2: I, it's just, it's more titles and, like, those main roster, well, they're, they're meant to be all three brands. The tag titles have been booked so poorly. Why are you so, so protective of them? Like, if you want to have a tag division in NXT, why not just have the titles in NXT? Because, what, Shayna and Naya are now f- having a feud with Lana and Naomi. Like, do we need that? Do we really need that? Mm. It's, yeah, it just feels like any time a wrestler gets screwed out of a match, you're just going to create a new championship for them. Because everyone will have a title. It's like Cody. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know what the announcement could be. It could be some sort of takeover evolution show. It could be something to do with a rematch, or maybe he's just maybe he's going to announce that they get a rematch on a special Tuesday night show. Maybe reference the takeover. Maybe who knows? But he says he's changing the landscape. I don't hate the idea of a takeover
2: evolution. Yeah. to do
3: something a bit different. No, that would be great. Yeah, but maybe not around WrestleMania time because there's just a lot going on with other stuff. Mm. Tag titles, the the World Men's Title like But you've got
2: you've got the NXT on the Wednesday. You could just yeah. do essentially a two-night takeover. Yeah. One on USA and one on uh network perhaps.
3: Yeah, but overall I wasn't really uh too interested in uh, too into this this tag women's tag title no, match tonight. All. It didn't really deliver for me. Uh it was kind of just there. Kind of boring. But hey, you know what wasn't boring? What's that? Therapy. Oh, oh, therapy. we're going back, aren't we? Shout out mental health workers and just uh, any workers in these times. Um, more therapy. And now Johnny's been sent out of the room, but the way is still there. Loomis has uh, his eyes on you, says the therapist. Uh, and Theory's just like, it's okay. I think he just gets lonely sometimes. Don't we all just get a little lonely sometimes? Indy says, I'll be his friend with benefits yeah indies china smash uh loomis says that he has sorry that she was
2: very she was the uh the guy in every like comedy that's like yeah i do her but she was doing it about him (laughs) yeah
3: it's great yeah but uh (laughs) yeah it's funny i just like this whole thing is just really weird oh yeah i'm not a fan (laughs) no yeah like i'm not blaming the, the the performers in this necessarily uh so they say loomis has victims and theories like he can be a little weird but he did choke out johnny and and now it's like candace is is saying weird (laughs) things like am i taking crazy pills and that they realize that it's johnny texting her what to say Mm. because he's been kicked out of the room yeah so they kick out all the rest of them just theory and johnny's on his phone get caught texting and he's like "Ah, i'm just ordering uber eats do you want anything And then they leave Theory alone, and she's like, Tell me what really happened as they go to the next one. And the music goes all sinister. It's all sinister. Just ridiculous. Yeah. (sighs) Then we get a commercial for Chicken Fried. Oh, man.
2: Oh, that's what I wanted.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You (laughs) know the song Chicken Fried? Yeah. Chicken Fried. Cold beer on Oh yeah, Friday it came night. on, and both of us like were quiet before this came on, and then we like started like <laughs> humming along, and then it, the commercial ended, and then we both got really sad because we can't go out to you shit. You're like, oh, I miss going, <laughs> out. I miss going out to shit country bars, and working at <laughs> fucking bars that have that song every oh, fucking. brown like band, is that what that is? Yeah,
2: yeah. Back in the days when we used to before theme tune, and we used to just play music that would that would close the
3: show tonight. A bit of chicken <laughs> fried, chicken fried. Fuck, I went from hearing that song all the time to never. Let's blast it after this oh we're going on country playlist yeah. down the go on twitch
2: and just sing it <laughs>
3: <laughs> i love country music sometimes i gotta be really lit i think to, to get into that oh like con- con- like live country music is great in the south is yeah. like so yeah. fun nashville is amazing definitely uh we go to la night he says i'm on the way for my time he's gonna come to the ring in a little bit but we have an insert video here from Isaiah Swerve Scott, he's in his like studio. He's like producing beats. He's got some uh, like woman standing next to him, and she's like listening to like whatever he's been working on. He's like, "Yeah, check the levels on this, huh?" And studio looks lit. As a mm. a person who has a bedroom studio, this this is pretty impressive. I wonder if it's his actual studio, uh, and I wonder what music program he was what uh, what DAW he was using. Um, he says that life is full of opportunities, and Leon Ruff keeps lucking up. Well. Swerve's here, and Swerve has to grind, and it's funny that this NXT CWC is now Swerve's house. So, hunting for opportunity, uh, you ain't on my wave right now, Leon, and you don't want to go to war with someone who cares less about you than 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 me, essentially. Uh, so, which I thought was a pretty good line. He says, "Swerve is different." And I don't, I just don't care anymore. And then it, like, cuts to black after that. Uh, I thought this was good. Um, it necessarily doesn't show... Like, I know he does his podcast, The Swerve's mm. House, and all that stuff, which is great. I know he's involved in music somehow. I'm not sure if he produces beats or raps and stuff as well. But it looked, like, cool. Uh, I, I thought for sure he was just about to start rhyming. I thought he was about to spit. And I was right. like, okay, we're getting more rap gimmicks and wrestling. Yeah. But I was, I was happy he didn't. No, he was more that producer. Yeah.
2: yeah. I... I really like this. Um, I think the setting looks really cool. This is essentially, you know, how Champa has the just the fold up chair and the camera. That's his promo style. This should be his. I can, I can even see him having a title like propped up behind him, like on his soundboard and all that. Um, I think his promo is really good. I think he's got a great look. Um, Like this guy seems cool, right? This doesn't seem like WWE trying to make a guy what they, think is cool this guy seems kind of genuine to me yeah and i i actually think he could be a big deal Uh, i think he's should be higher up than he is because recently he's really shown that he's got quite an interesting character we all know he can wrestle and i just think this is really different and i i kind of think this kind of character works today
3: i don't feel insulted watching this dude yeah i i love music i love all the hip-hop and trap stuff because as he's talking like the beats playing underneath Mm. him like he's just talking over this beat i'm assuming he made or something like that so i was like oh this is like something completely different um he's not rapping and and doing jokey shit he's kind of being kind of serious and kind of sinister while just like in his little lab here yeah this is just how he how he chills
2: where yeah another wrestler will be like at a bar chilling and then cutting a promo. this is what he does He's gonna make beats. He's for like, Austin No, I'm Gunn. not gonna rap about like
3: insults to you. But right. I'm at, I'm at work right now. He sells beats to Austin Gunn. Yeah. And, uh, the what's the uh, the acclaimed Max Castor. He's gonna sell beats to them. Maybe I'll send my beats to uh, Isaiah Turp Scott. I th- I thought this was cool. It was something different, and it looked the visuals. Uh, everyone who who has any some sort of music studio, you always gotta have cool lights. You, you oh, see yeah. my room, even your room. Oh, is, yeah. you, you gotta have cool lights you in, got your, in your in your in your lab. Uh, so, Moron Swerve. I assume we're going to get him versus Ruff again down the yes. line, since you beat him up last week. We go to L.A. Knight, who comes out to some sort of Matt Riddle theme ripoff, San Andreas theme ripoff, Dr. Dre Snoop Dogg style. I didn't mind it. Yeah, I actually suited him. I was kind of bobbing to yeah. it. I was kind of. I'm kind of into it. Uh He comes in with his blue jacket and matching blue shades tinted. He says. I've waited too long to step into this very ring. I'm I'm shooting straight down the barrel. Let me talk to you. I'm not here to talk about childhood dreams. This is my business. And you want to talk about TakeOver? Well, the one-man revolution has rolled in. I'm the Tom Brady of wrestling. Actually, Tom Brady wishes he was half the man as L.A. Knight. Like old Tommy Boy, I was not the first round draft pick but bet every dollar you have on me. I'll be the guy setting trends and setting records. You got your Garganos, your Kyle O'Reillys, your Coles, your Ballers. Every one of them, every one of them, they got fancy kicks and flips and dives. Well, I'm inviting it. Bring it to my front door because I got no flash, I got no pizzazz. I didn't come here to do anything fancy. I guarantee to get the job done. I'm a last of a dying breed. Don't call me the goat cuz it's overplayed. It's thrown around like confetti. Call me one thing, L.A. Knight. Woo! Whose game is it? It's just a fact of life. Uh, great, great promo here from this guy. Yeah. Again, I I know he's really the old school wrestling promo, so a lot of people would probably really like it or really hate it because considering it's like now. But I thought his delivery is great. I love it. I I think instantly grabs your attention.
2: the The three I think it's three promos we've had from him. So far, all kind of vignettes. Um, now finally one in the ring. Yeah, th- this felt, uh, kind of, I don't want to say the rock, but you know, more in that vein. It felt like it didn't feel scripted. It had so much charisma, um, great lines in there, just such a confident talker, which it's kind of rare in WWE Confidence. to see this kind of promo just, and that's it. Did take me back to the 90s, um, and early 2000s um haven't seen a whole lot of this guy wrestle at all um but yeah definitely a a promo
3: that can keep him in the game forever realistically he's such a great talker again um we haven't seen him wrestle here in nxt if you've seen Mm. him wrestle before i haven't seen him wrestle in a long time since his impact days but i know he's been killing it with the promos before this and now he's here and i I thought this is some classic wrestling promo here you're trying to Come off like you're the the god. You're the everyone wants to be Ric Flair, and he's trying. He's mentioning Tom Brady. I thought that was a little maybe a little cheesy, but like he's he's going off, and I thought he delivered it. It's definitely a confidence thing. I think he could go. It's like Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes could go out there and just read a phone book, and you'd be like, "Whoa, it's he's so intense."
2: Sells you, Eddie Kingston. It's not really the kind of wrestling I enjoy a lot of the time, but he talks me into wanting to see his match. Yeah, I uh, see this guy. I see this guy being one of those. I see this guy absolutely, and. Uh, I think this guy seems cool as well. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind pulling off those shades and that jacket.
3: And those Jordans. You Should get a jacket
2: like that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: All right. Tinted
2: glasses. We're getting there. We're getting spring weather. We're we're getting into that thin jacket weather soon.
3: So. Well, I'm gonna Hopefully. I'm gonna wear what uh, the guy who comes out and kind of not interrupts him, but right after this, Bronson Reed. You, you're gonna do oh, ju- you Grimes. <laughs> Should I dress like Grimes? Sure. Get his hat and just the trunks? No, that's Siren's domain. Yeah, he's, he won the. Yeah. he was the Halloween costume for that. I was gonna get Bronson Reed's uh, Godzilla scarf. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> that he doesn't wear anything. Oh, right there. <laughs> Just the plush toy on your yeah, shoulders. Yeah. Uh, so Bronson Reed's music hits. He comes out and kind of has a stare down with L.A. Night as he makes his way. Bronson's got his claws up. He's joining the Dark Order. Uh, he's going up against Cameron Grimes, who now comes out to the Money song, like the music video that he had. The Josiah Williams. Yeah, movie? so yeah. now it's his theme song and the Titan Tron as well, Money Money. This track is money. I don't know why it's not on streaming services. Number one, goes straight to the moon, this this video, this song. Uh, Cameron Grimes not only has this new theme song that he bought and the new Titantron that he bought, he also bought new gear because his gear has diamonds on it now. He can afford that. I think he just looks, He he's always looked ridiculous. He always
2: looks, I know wrestlers pretty much are naked anyway, but he always looks naked. Always I don't know what saying.
3: it is. Does he not wear knee pads? Is that it? I don't know, but to... I love his little bum shake. Yeah. <laughs> the Cameron Grimes bum shake is something we can all relate to. It's, we all do it's it because
2: he wears the hat
3: yeah. and a waistcoat. We all do the little then... the little bum shuffle. Don't even like. Oh I mean, yeah, he was twerking. Yeah, away, he was like he? <laughs> he was like doing the fake twerk. It was great. I was fucking dead at this. To be completely honest, I was laughing hysterically. <laughs> I love the music video. That was one thing, and I know we talked about. I think last week it was kind of like a flat the, the Ted DiBiase yeah, thing. Yeah, it was kind of flat. This is now giving me some Beverly Hillbilly these vibes uh totally like he's coming out here doesn't know he's trying to know what he's doing with the money but he doesn't really i i thought this was so funny this was just his entrance i loved it he's great and the match starts and bronson reed just checks him here shoves him away beats him up here there's money flying everywhere he's trying to pay him off like hey don't we don't we can talk about this i can i can pay you everyone's got a price uh reed beats him uh money's flying everywhere there's a spot where Reed, like, catches him to the outside and throws him. There's the Yokozuna bonsai drop from Reed here. They go to commercial. When we come back, it's it's Reed who's still beating up Grimes, but he comes back with an enzagiri to Reed. There's then the collision course from Cameron Grimes, which looks crazy on a big guy like this. This one almost looked like Bronson went for his crossbody And it got countered into the collision course. It looked really good. Yeah. A guy this size taking it. Crazy. This looked nuts. This, it's like the, it's a Spanish fly power slam type move. Mm. And he hits it on Reed, who is a lot bigger. Holy. Uh, there's then a series of roundhouse kicks from Grimes, stiff roundhouse kicks here, but Reed then forearms him, does his running train. Um, like crushing him there grimes goes to get his hat for some reason on the outside i guess that's where he gets his powers and reed flies at him with this suicide dive looks great samoa oh, joe he was trying to leave was he had just, enough he, yeah, just, he was getting his stuff and going he was he should have picked up all his money yeah. there's a lot of it in the ring suicide dive from from bronson looks like samoa joe throws Re- uh, grimes back in the ring but this is where la knight who was out earlier comes out and distracts uh Reed off the top, kind of pushes him off the top rope Pools there. The ankle, yeah. yeah, pulls him down, which allows Grimes to run at Reed, jumps up with the cave in, crushing him here. This move looked dirty, and Grimes pins Reed.
2: Pretty pretty good match here. Um I checked they didn't face in that tournament. I think this is their first. Oh okay, match. yeah. Uh yeah, I really enjoyed it. Big fan of both guys actually, Bronson Reed and Cameron Grimes. I think they're they could be the future of NXT. I, I feel we could move these guys up the card a bit more uh, in the next few years. Um, and the LA Knight involvement... Apparently in, they
3: did face in the tournament. They did? Okay, oh, yeah, I couldn't yeah. find
2: it. Um, the LA Knight involvement was interesting. I kind of maybe see him trying to bleed Cameron Grimes of all his money and pretending to be his friend because he can see he's a bit stupid because uh, obviously LA Knight seems a pretty savvy guy. And seems to like the finer things as well, so I can totally see him like being in cahoots with Grimes for a bit, but ending up stabbing him in the back and bleeding him dry. That's my pick. He's gonna try to be,
3: take. He's gonna be trying to cool like be cool like him, so like cool like that. So he's gonna get like a blue jacket or green jacket to like go match like to look cool like yeah. a superstar would look. He's just gonna steal other people's vibes. Yeah, that's what Cameron Grimes is gonna do. Grimes vibes with steel, like he's just gonna buy his way into everything. Mm. That's what he's gonna do. But he won this match, yeah. So he's on top of the world. He's on. He's he's above the world. You know where he is. He's to the moon. Yeah. So great. So I assume LA Knight and Bronson Reed is happening at some point as yeah, well. Probably like but, in the next few weeks. Or yeah, next I mean, week or I'm probably. intrigued by this. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they announce like next week or in, in a few. We go to, well, this is where Regal and Pierce were arguing, and we already found out what happened. But Caden Carter is here backstage. She's letting us know that Casey Catanzaro is out with an injury. Uh, I believe it was what, her ACL, her leg, some I think, mm. or something like that. Uh, and she's out because of the attack from the purge of Zia Lee attacking Casey last week. Caden Carter says, uh, Casey's fine. She's gonna heal up. You know, it's gonna take a while, but she wants some revenge. Uh, Caden Carter has green spacers in her ears, green eyebrows painted on her eyebrows. And says and green eyes, yeah, she has green <laughs> eyes, yeah, and says that all, all I see is red. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> You're wearing green contacts. Uh, she says, "I don't give a damn about Zaya. All I care about is what she did. She took out my girl, and well, that ain't gonna scare me. And I want my payback. I want revenge for for Casey. So next week, Caden Carter versus Zaya Lee. I've been critical on Caden and Casey the
2: last few weeks about sounding a bit frat boy esque and obnoxious thought Caden sounded great here. I don't know if it was because she was on her own or maybe she has just improved, but I thought, yeah, she sounded pissed off. She sounded like she wanted revenge,
3: uh, had some good lines in there. I, I thought this was good. I want to see her get beat up. Yeah. Zia she's going to Lee better beat her up. <laughs> Mei I, Ying too.
2: I found it funny how she, they were saying about this picture that, uh, Casey posted on Instagram revealing her knee Injury, yeah. and how upset she is about it but pretty much around the same time she's posting a picture of her on the beach nice. <laughs> and in it's the, in the cast sorry no sorry Caden oh it's like, right. well you don't seem too upset about it
3: <laughs> You're lounging on the beach <laughs>
2: yeah oh yeah Casey it was so
3: bad for you <laughs> It's the turn. It's yeah. A yeah, it'll be great. Uh, we get a recap of Cross and Santos from their parking lot brawl type match last week, and basically Cross won the match. So there's some some sadness in Legado del Fantasma, and we'll find out a little bit why. But are you ready for more therapy? You ready to get therapy oh, yeah. done? Let's go to Austin Theory, who's alone with the therapist. What really happened in those th- three days, Austin? Well, it was a great time. I was in a small room. The windows were boarded up, and I just ate cereal like all day, the whole day. I watched cartoons, and Loomis is a nice guy. Well, do you know why Loomis brought you back? She asks. Well, I don't. I don't. You know, I don't know what's what's going on. I, I kind of want to know a little bit what was going on with that. What happened? Why it happened? The therapist, the doctor, says, "Well, actually, I, I." had a session with Dexter Loomis earlier today. She
2: went on a sesh with Dexter Loomis.
3: <laughs> <laughs> she says, Dexter was in here this morning and I spoke with him. He's like, you, you, you talked with Loomis? Well, I didn't get to talk. He wouldn't stop talking. He wouldn't stop talking and about, uh, how he, he couldn't wait to get rid of you, of how you were annoying and you were obnoxious and you had terrible fashion sense and you ate all day and, and, and he discussed his, your, your infatuation of, Cutting his t shirt so that your mediocre abdominal section showed. And this is too much for Austin Theory. That one line making fun of his abs. He starts to bawl. He's crying. (laughs) He goes to leave. He runs out. Johnny and everyone's outside, like, What's wrong? What's wrong? You're a monster. And then says, Don't worry, Austin. We're going to Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) And then the door closes and the doctor just goes, What a bunch of idiots. It's what she means to everyone watching these segments.
2: Uh, okay, right. Let's get into this. Um, down to the nitty gritty. Let's but, get down right to it. First of all, terrible patient, uh, doctor patient. <laughs> that is highly accident. illegal. Highly you illegal.
3: cannot be talking about your next man's. But do you assume dinner?
2: Dexter didn't say any of this and this was Johnny just telling her to say it? Because oh. that's what he was paying her for? Maybe. Or I... did that actually happen? I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, we'll never know. I do think most of these Gargano things, overall, I kind of hate them. But there are some funny bits here and there that make me chuckle. I did think Theory was pretty funny this week with his uh, his one lines and his reactions and things. Um, there's just always too much of it. We had, what, three, four of these tonight? It's And whenever we get the Gargano segments, it, we seem to have a few of them per week. And I, I always just find it too much. That being said... I do think this; these kind of things are going to help your performers. We criticize Ricochet a lot because of his like lack of promo abilities. This shoot probably took a while. like They probably took a few takes for this, and it is going to improve all of them with the acting-wise. Yeah, theory and Indy are both young, so hopefully we can get them to a point where, sure, don't, I'm not a big fan of this, but they could be confident performers in a few years time when it's ready for a main roster thing and hopefully we don't get the likes of a Ricochet who don't really remember him speaking at all in NXT and for developmental it should be you should be improving the things you're weak at and he didn't do that yeah. whereas I think these things could help these guys but Overall, for enjoyment, it's not really my thing.
3: Yeah, it's not hitting for me as much. And I will always say, I'm one of Johnny Gargano is one of my favorite wrestlers. When it comes to Bell to Bell, he's he's one of the best, and he proved it with the Takeover again with Kushida. But it's this stuff I'm not quite. I'm thinking I'm not liking the whole cast and crew here with the with the whole squad. I'm thinking maybe if he was just, I don't like him as this chicken shit heel. Kind of he's he he's he's they're they're going to like the movie route like taking things from movies and he's like the mean guy and the leader of this group but it's just i don't know it's not clicking too much for me but uh i know one day he'll he'll get out of this but for right now i did not like i didn't like this at all no yeah um well we go to something i do like and that is ever rise do you know why because Ever-Rise rules. They rule. They rule. Because they're telling... I love how that the camera cuts to them in the ring, like halfway through their entrance, and they say it like five seconds. They always seconds. say it. <laughs> in a span of ten seconds, they say it like three different ways. Ever-Rise rules. Ever-Rise <laughs> rules. They're just dragging it out. <laughs> and I love need it. that t-shirt. So Ever-Rise are in the ring. If you look twice, you thought it was the Young Bucks, but no, it's not. It's Ever-Rise. And then the Titan Tron of their opponents comes on, the music hits, and it's like basemen i thought it was the reunion of daft punk but instead it's fandango <laughs> and tyler breeze being attacked right away was it tyler breeze oh, <laughs> i don't know It's robot i head. don't know I, I don't know who
2: it I was i think this could have been another dude you thought it was someone else so if you didn't watch uh, yeah breezeango have their like occupation entrances we've seen them as like builders as Policemen, as pilots, as all this. They came out, as you said, as astronauts tonight. But Tyler Breeze never removed this helmet and they got attacked, and it did make me wonder was this just Fandango and someone else? Uh, Yeah.
3: Okay. Well, Legato del Fantasma, take out. Was it Blake Christian, is what the room's (laughs) asking right now? (laughs) Fandango and Breeze are taken out, or Breeze, quote unquote. They're attacked by Phoenix, uh, yeah, f- was it, uh, sorry, not Phoenix. Legado del Fantasma. Joaquin Wilds. Joaquin Oh, you're thinking Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. Brown <laughs> 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 Mendoza and Joaquin Wilde. <laughs> I wish. Imagine Joaquin Phoenix in wrestling would be so lit, bro. <laughs> Don't sleep on it. Uh, so they're beaten up and then, as ever, eyes think they got off scot free. They're attacked from behind from Santos Escobar. He beats them up. Uh, he goes into the ring. They all stand tall. Legato. He he grabs a microphone. Santos here and says, "Do not mistake last week's events for weakness. And if you do, this is what happens. I got it. If you do, I'll kill you. Uh, so this is what awaits you if you step to us. Just because I lost last week, you know, we put up a fight. And don't don't forget, we're badass." I think this was actually good to do
2: because I thought that was a pretty good main event and showing from Escobar last week. And it was a shame we wanted him to win because we see a lot in this guy. And I think to just remind you right away that this guy is still kind of a serious threat. He might have taken a loss, but you should still take him seriously. So I didn't mind this.
3: Uh Yeah, I like Santos. I thought he should have won. And I think there's bigger stuff. and Maybe more cruiserweight feuds going on. Yeah. Defend the title. make Build up other contenders for him to fight mm. and stuff. Uh, so we get our announcements again of all the matches next week. Double title matches. Women's title and the men's title. NXT on the line. And Xia Lee versus Caden Carter, which is great. But it's time for the main event. Oh, yeah. Finn Balor versus Roderick Strong. End of a heartache versus uh, the champ. And it's some chain wrestling to start things off here. They're going for the Graps. Uh, Again, I'm not sure if these two have ever fought, and I was super interested in watching them do so because of this. Right away, they're, like, going back and forth. They're kind of doing the shoot style. Really great. Of course, Roddy hits a backbreaker. Then they go to picture picture When we come back, it's Roddy who's beating him with, like, series of chops. Finn then starts to work on the arm of Roddy, like does, like, shoulder separators and arm drops and all sorts of stuff, working the shoulder, wearing him down. But Roddy hits him with a backbreaker. Again, second backbreaker of the match. As they replay this backbreaker, Roddy does another backbreaker simultaneously. In sync. In sync on the show. You thought they were playing the same clip, but no, it was him doing another one. And the commentary start laughing like, oh my God, look, he's doing another one. This is crazy. He is the messiah of the backbreaker. Uh, Finn Balor kicks out though. He gains control. He locks in the money clip. Clearly a big Okada fan, Finn Balor. Uh, but... It's Roddy who gets out of it, does his front face slam, the angle slam, then the tiger driver bomb for a two count, runs into the sling blade from Finn, but then he's dropped down and he puts Finn into the stronghold. Again, the back and forth and, and stuff was just great. Finn finally gets out of that, but it's Roddy who does this crazy like leg trap roll up victory roll type thing for like a 2.9. Count. I actually bet that Roddy was going to beat the champion. I was like, yeah, go on, Roddy. Let's get it. But he kicks out. There's then Roddy, who famously always goes for the Gibson special, which is the fireman carry lift up into the double knees. Mm -hmm. He goes for this on Finn. But in midair, Finn counters with the stomp, like the cave-in essentially, to Roddy, laying him out, hits the final cut, goes up top. The coup de grace, the flying double stomp here, crushing him. And if that wasn't enough, he picks him up, does the 1916 Bloody Sunday, and Finn beats Roddy, beautiful nineteen sixty. Oh. The
2: vertical like height on this—it's similar to
3: the Death Rider it paradigm is, yeah. shift thing. Yeah, it looks um, great.
2: Love that counter into the double stomp. I, I thought this match was brilliant. Yeah, really, uh, really great. Really good. main event. um I get because of story wise and the promo and thing, you couldn't have hyped this
3: up. But I'd have liked a week to have got kind of excited for this. If you told me this match was happening a week ago and and you said, "Hey, they've never fought before," yeah. I would have been way more. High. I was so excited when they announced it tonight. Yeah, a little low key, and then watching it was like, "Yeah, these guys, this is great." I I I was really happy. This is a sleeper hit of the of a main event for me.
2: Yeah, I I really enjoyed this. I think uh, hopefully Roddy doesn't really doesn't get forgotten about this. I know the focus is on Kyle and Carl yeah. and Cole, but I I hope Roddy stays in the picture. Um, I really enjoyed this. What about some
3: predictions? I, I, I smell a title change next week. Well, Adam Cole comes out on the ramp mm. after this match and stares down Finn as he stares down Cole. So next week, you think Adam Cole's taken the reign from Finn? I think Finn? so, yeah. And I think Damn. we're,
2: we're building to Kyle taking the title from Cole.
3: Yeah. I mean, and that's then the story. Kyle
2: giving Roddy an opportunity
3: <laughs> down, the line. down the line. What's Roddy going to that, do? That ha- once Kyle wins, and yeah. he will, he'll give Roddy a shot. I think. I want Roddy to, to somehow be in the North American title picture then. He needs to be doing something, this, this poor guy Roddy. I really like this match. Uh, I thought this was my match of the night from NXT tonight. 100%. Yeah. Uh, Finn is on a whole other level lately. This oh, whole, his best work. Yeah. Everything. It's past year. Promo,
2: look, wrestling. Everything on point. I don't remember him doing so much of the... I mean, main roster. There's that main roster style, but he never did this Matt wrestling on the main roster, did yeah, he? He's very. And he's so good at it, and it's just so f- great to watch his him against Kyle and Roddy
3: here uh really, yeah. really loved it great good good champion in nxt i think he's yeah putting definitely on really good matches yeah he's delivering as the guy here in nxt and again not to take away from roddy i think he's one of the fantastic best workers in all of wrestling oh, yeah. he's still going and still shows that he should he's the guy you can put in any slot and he instantly like can like save the show for me i wasn't really high on the show and this this match made me go you know what i I liked it, it was all right because the main event was was really hot for me i really liked it uh don't sleep on Roddy. I hope he's not just kind of forgotten about in all this going forward. But he probably I don't think he will be. Uh we'll see. Because uh, he's kinda like the last resort of this whole he doesn't have issue. He's got beat, so it's like there's no He'll be he'll be involved in the story, whether he's having matches
2: necessarily, right. he's yeah. gonna he'll be in Kyle's corner or some he's gonna be involved somehow.
3: Uh so Kyle sorry, Kyle's out, but Cole versus Finn next week. You want a title change? I could see it. I could see I that think happening. So. And then that whole Kyle story with Cole. It
2: can then splinter you off into Finn and Cross or Finn and Volta or whatever. So Does we're never getting nas- Cross's rematch. Not for the title, no. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't think he should be in that picture. I know it sucks because he got stripped of the title because of an injury, but that's not what's hot. You kind of want to put the title on your hottest mat, on your hottest match, hottest feud. Yeah. They did that with Gargano and Champa. Alistair Black was champion for a while, but it made sense for Champa to be champion and Johnny to be chasing him. And that's kind
3: of what I, I sense here as well. Uh, I wouldn't mind. I, I know if we're not 100% sure. if they, we, We've we seen some of the stuff that there's a takeover on this Thursday, th- th- Thursday before WrestleMania. And then if we're moving to Tuesdays after WrestleMania time, so like the Wednesday and then the Thursday show. Could be interesting. Could be something they could build so many high-profile big matches. There's oh, still yeah. some time before that, the m- about a month plus. So uh, I'm looking forward to the next little
2: build What here. I love from this whole split, though, is it just opens up so many matches. The fact we're talking about... The likes of Cole, Finn, Kyle, Cole, yeah. Roddy, Kyle, Roddy, Cole. Like, all these matches that are now available to us because of this split. It's a good thing. The landscape has changed. The landscape has changed forever! The landscape.
3: Yeah, overall, I i had some things in this episode I didn't really like, but I would say the main event was, was really fun, so me too stuff. it wasn't the
2: strongest show but for me it, it moved quite quickly I was entertained it just wasn't blow away but
3: this this main event was great yeah uh, so that's what we thought of NXT this week let's go to some feedback and see what you guys thought every Wednesday we'll post at forum.postwrestling.com free to join and we'll read your feedback here on the show and I already see one from Charbel the chosen one he says next week in action long time not first time I don't know what that means. He's being cryptic. He's,
2: I think he's been really busy with work. He's been tweeting out, he's catching up from podcasts we recorded last September. Wow. So I think he's saying he's going to have a little bit more time on his hands to watch NXT
3: and write feedback on a Wednesday. I just thought he fancies Tony Storm and Io That as well. That's what he's, okay, yeah.
2: We go to Magan who says, One booking decision has sucked all the air out of the room as some main roster bullshit occurred. DK and Raquel got screwed. Swerve Scott's heel run could pay off with a solid promo after his motivations. Cameron Grimes is money, pun intended. His new countryside tycoon persona is entertaining, and I love how his cave-in foot stomp is protected. Oh, the cave-in looked nuts today as well. Really good. LA Knight got his first feud, and I'm not familiar with his in-ring work. Feuding with Bronson Reed is a good start to his NXT run. Seeing Marcel Bartel in the doorway before the opening tag match as Timothy Thatcher walked by him had me on edge. Are we getting a reading camp reunion with Volta? Having a championship doubleheader next week sounds great on paper. What would be a better matchup for Kyle O'Reilly? Should he return the trilogy match with versus
3: Bala or the grudge match with Cole? Ooh. It's got to be Cole. It's I true think. though. I would want to see a, a, another shot with Finn down the line, but yeah,
2: have it when Kyle's champ. Yeah. Like if you do the switch, you can have Kyle who shown he respects Finn now, right? Being like, Hey, you've beaten me twice. Now, you're going to challenge me for it. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, has Finn Balor or Roderick strong ever had a bad match? Nope. They haven't. The main event was dope.
3: Yeah. Shadow Roderick strong. I, I I'm showing all the love to radio for all the years. He, he, he shows you, he can do anything. We go to mystery who says, hiya? Dakota Kai and Raquel got screwed. Wonder if next week's announcement has any impact on that. Uh, I'm not going to get upset by the angle until we see where it heads. EO versus Tony next week. Tony did nothing in her promo, but talk about how EO is unable to beat her. So the logical thing that EO beats her. The women's tag match was okay. Whenever it was Dakota, Raquel, and Shayna, whenever Nia came in, the match quality dropped significantly. She's slow, unathletic, and sold nothing. Um, thrown at her, including whatever Raquel put out. Gonna go on a limb and say Adam Cole regains the title next week and then drops it to Kyle soon after. Question Who do you guys predict will be winning their matches next week? Uh, well, we kind of said that already, so uh. EO retain, Cole win. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Do it.
2: Okay. Um, we go to Alex K from TO. Long time, it's been a while. Hey. Long time, it's been a while. All right. Subpar episode of NXT with only the announcements of what is happening next week as the only highlights. The way therapy sessions were amiss, although Indy's obsession with Loomis was funny, especially the friends with benefits line. Does she hand him a note next week that reads, do you like me? Check yes, <laughs> no, or maybe? <laughs> What was that? Oh, that was dynamite. Dynamite. Okay, yeah. yeah. You're
3: thinking of what we're doing. I'm watching
2: so many shows. So many (laughs) wrestling. Yeah. Sorry. The main event felt like it never got into second gear. New music for Strong sounded like something a dad would play to his kids to show them that he can still rock.
3: Well, he is a dad. No, if you wanted to, if you were a dad and you wanted to show something to your kids that you know, I still rock. You'd show them the post Malone Pokemon okay? (laughs) booty and the blowfish. (laughs) Can't wait for next week, which I'm sure will be a much better episode. We go to fire Frank who says, sounds like an unpopular opinion, but I actually enjoyed the therapy sessions with frustrated dad, Johnny and Indy gushing over Loomis, but maybe I didn't have to be so spread out all night that I do agree. Uh, Intrigued by the finish to the tag title match to hear what Regal's announcement is next week. Good news grimes kept the new song and got a win roddy's shirt though uh yeah that shirt was fire
2: yeah i wanted to know does he keep the tag
3: in it he keeps he keeps doesn't the stickers, have the sticker yeah. but i reckon he's got oh, yeah. the tag he keeps the tag yeah 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 does he keep the tag on his hats too though i don't know that's so that's that's a line he doesn't look like a hat guy i don't no. think his head would suit a hat no it's kind of big head He's a tooth guy like yeah a, all right a yeah, yeah. L.A. Night, Frank continues, we we let him talk to us. Finrod was fired. Next week's show looks big, to say the least. P.S. Simply put, Regal versus Pierce book it. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, <laughs> no, why not? Pl- please don't.
2: And finally, we go to Maddie B. <laughs> Open up was solid. Interesting to see what's going to happen with Thatcher and Imperium. The way segments were okay, but the most important thing is that we got Brayden's therapy office out of it. <laughs> Shout out, Aaliyah <laughs> from The six. Team Kick deserved better. Nia sucks, but she always has, so no surprise. Swerve is really doing some work over the past few weeks. Loving it. LA Knight, that man knows how to do a promo. Grimes theme is so good. Roddy Ballard bought it in the main event. Very good match. Overall, solid show and really looking forward
3: to next week's stat card. Maddie B, out. Yeah, I mean, next week looks like a little secret Ooh, yeah, NXT all of a sudden. So looking forward to next week. It uh, should be good. So join us next week, just like we do this every Wednesday. Soon to be Tuesdays, hopefully, maybe, possibly, Uh, for next week. And join us afterwards on Twitch because we'll be recording this show here as well. So, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's the podcast. That's Bye. It. <laughs> NXT. Uh, we do so many other shows, like we mentioned off the top earlier. Check us out for BD Elite. We go live Thursdays, 1 p.m. Eastern time on Twitch again, twitch.tv slash up next. We record it then and then release it Thursday. So go listen, go listen to us talk about AEW and uh, listen to our strange takes because I cannot wait to talk about Shaq. Oh yeah. The go home show for we, we spoiler free right now. So we're going, we're going to go watch AEW in a little bit and talk about it tomorrow or by the time you're listening today. Uh so go listen to that as well. All this stuff. Go follow on the socials, Instagram, Twitter, at Up Next Podcast for all this stuff, as well as uh be on the lookout for the best death match ever again. It's going to be out free late Thursday night. So
2: yeah, another quick reminder to join us on Stephanie Chase's YouTube channel tomorrow night at six PM Eastern to watch Anita versus Funk ahead of our best death match ever review with Damien.
3: And if you're watching AEW Revolution Exploding Barbed Wire, listen to Deathmatch, Best Match, Match, whatever we called it. And then come hang out with the Watch Along for Revolution. We love hanging out with you as well on the Twitch there. So come hang out and we'll watch and see what happens to Kenny and Mox. It's going to be crazy. So all the shows, go give us a follow, go support, go all the stuff. We appreciate you listening every week and every week out. We uh, hope you're doing okay wherever you may be, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We all need some love. We all need, we all some, need love some therapy. And some Bob Odenkirk with a gun yeah I can't wait is it out yet (laughs) can we watch it Uh, thank you for listening I'm myself Braden Harrington you can find me Twitter Instagram I'm at the Brady and you can find me at Davey Portman you can find me in a therapy office take care goodbye and be safe ahoy